Nobody knows what they're doing when they start. Nobody. It will look like they do, but they don't. Welcome. You're on air with Ella, where we share simple strategies and tips from people who are doing something better than we are. Whether it's wellness or relationships to just living better and with more energy, or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts, and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. Let's go. Hey, you're on air with Ella, and welcome to season eight. We're already one episode in. This is the second episode of season eight, and I am not just over-caffeinated. I'm really excited. If we're just meeting, hi, I'm Ella, and there are more than 320 episodes in this feed, and almost all of them are interviews. Like, the clear majority of the shows that we do on Air with Ella are interviews with experts in mindset, in habit formation, in personal or professional success, in communication dynamics, in relationships, in sex, in perimenopause, you name it, it's all in here. But today it's just me. So if you're new, maybe start somewhere else. If you're willing to stick around anyway, I'm so glad you're here. And to those of you who this is definitely not your first episode, I'm so excited you're here too. And I am so pumped for this season. Let me tell you a few things you can expect. I want to do more shows this season where I bring you all sorts of points of view on different topics. Again, same vein, still health and wellness and personal development and mindset and living our very best lives, but not in some cheesy way. Like I, it's still me. I just want to turn up the notch a little bit. So if you're ready to turn up the notch just a little bit, I'm dying to know in what area of your life are you interested in dialing it up? up because this show is crowdsourced. I talk about what you want to talk about. I talk about what I want to talk about. We crowdsource this thing together. So I want to hear from you. DM me on Instagram, send me an email, send me a pigeon, whatever you need to do. I'm on air with Ella everywhere, except ironically, my website where I'm on air Ella because somebody stole my with many years ago. It's a long story. We don't need to talk about it. Okay. Today is about what I would tell my 25-year-old self about how to live better, happier, and more impactfully. And the reason this came up for me is, you know, there's a lot of talk about New Year's resolutions this time of year, and that's never really been a motivator for me. And by the way, if that works for you, my God, of course, take it and run with it. Still, seasons are very useful to me. So I'm not a big New Year's resolutions girl, but I do like to dial in. I like to check in with myself every once in a while, and I kind of do that season. One of the things that I do is I employ some tools that I've shared with you before. And I sort of think about what I would tell younger me and what older me would tell me today. And it's just this interesting way to zoom out of your life, where you're going, what you're doing right now. And again, for me, it helps me check in with myself. So sitting where you are right now, what would 86-year-old you tell you right now? That's one of the fun questions I challenge myself with. I'll leave that with you. And then another one is, what would I tell younger me right now? With what I know today, what would I tell younger me? Can you imagine the power, the impact of this hypothetical? If you could spend, say, 30 minutes with the younger version of you, I mean, besides like stock tips, (laughs) 
I really think about what I would want younger me to know. And so today I'm sharing what would be life-changing advice if I'd given it to my younger self to live the most impactful, rewarding, enriching, fulfilling life that I could dream of. So here's my message for 25-year-old me and today you. Let's get into it. Okay, be more precise in your language, not just about what you want and need, but you should know now, know right now, that there are some words that do not belong in your vocabulary at all. So my first life hack for you is to drop the words, I wish and I should from your vocabulary entirely. I wish I had more time. I should work out today. I wish he knew what I wanted. I should try that. I wish I spoke a second language. I should start saving money. Nothing that follows either of these phrases, I wish or I should, matters. Nothing that follows them matters. They are passive ways to express yourself that demand zero action from you. Try this instead. I will. I won't. I choose. I choose not to. I need, I want, I expect. There are no wishes. There's no, there's no genie. So (laughs) there are no wishes. There are no shoulds or coulds or other oblique statements without action. Be precise, say what you mean and mean what you say. Number two. Your body is your body. Not only do you not need to share it, any of it, at any time, with anyone you don't want to, in any capacity, but it's important to know that the same body you're wearing around right now is going to be the one that's with you 20 years from now. Be nicer to it. Treat it like you need it. Treat it like it's going to be with you for the long haul. More specifically, talk about it intentionally if you find yourself talking about it at all. Choose words that have nothing to do with size or aesthetics. And I don't mean you won't care. You'll be happier and more successful, though, if you decide what your body values are and pursue those. So sorry, younger me, but you're going to spend years wanting to be taller, skinnier, and, and then you'll say that you want to be strong, which what you really mean, though, is just it's just another way to say lean, but with muscle. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, you're in for it. But I know now that it would have served me so much better if I had focused on words like confident, powerful, vital, energized, and then pursued the things that would get me there. You make different choices when you pursue how you want to feel rather than how you want to look. And eventually, you realize that you can feel those things no matter which body you're inhabiting that moment or that season. If I had known all of this when I was 25, I probably would have even looked better (laughs) because I would have worked with what I had and I would have spared myself pointless torture and misery. So identify words that are important to your physical expression. Maybe it's healthy or vibrant or peaceful or balanced. Whatever it is for you, identify it and pursue your body values instead of a body type. Okay, number three, speaking of values, what are yours? I know now that mine are integrity, accountability, freedom, and impact. If I had asked myself this question sooner, I would have spent 
so much less time in relationships that did not support these values, which are specific to me, and that did not reflect them. I would have spent more time in work that aligned with them. I would have run important decisions through the filter of my personal values and then acted accordingly. But I I never asked. So go ahead, ask yourself, what is most important to you, to how you live in the world, to how you interact with others? to how you operate in your spaces. Write them down, revisit them. Mine are on my phone. (laughs) I look at them regularly. One happy outcome of this will be that you spend more time on what is meant for you. Number four, thank God you learned this pretty early on, but wow, if you had known at 25. (laughs) Absolute game changer. So I'm going to tell you, but you need to tell as many people as possible, okay? That's the deal. Number four is nobody, and I mean nobody, nobody knows what they're doing when they start. Nobody. It will look like they do, but they don't. People who succeed are the ones who start and then keep going when they trip up. So start. It will look constantly like people have things figured out that you don't. They don't. (laughs) The difference is that they are willing to take action before they have figured it out. I wish I had known this. I thought I was striving to be something so that I could start. And then I realized that you have to start so that you can be something. So start where you are and don't wait to be ready. Ready never comes. Okay, number five, while we're at it, I need to let you know that you will not arrive Please note that there is literally no moment when you will feel like you have achieved the thing. Every time you achieve a goal that you've worked hard for, for a really long time, it will feel like, oh, there it is. And it might be said with more excitement, or it might be said with some trepidation, but it will still feel like, oh, there it is. And you will be on to the next thing. And the insight here really is that you think you're working towards something the whole time, and you're not. (laughs) You are literally just the sum of your experiences every day. So in this way, every day matters so much more than you think, and yet not in the linear way that you think. You are not on a straight path to a destination. You are already in the destination. Today is the destination. If I had known this, I would have spent more time paying attention, more time nurturing relationships help putting my phone down and looking my son in the eye and just soaking him up. And I would have realized that the hard work that I was doing every day was something I was doing to create a story of worthiness. And that is a fallacy. That's not the source of worthiness. There is no brass ring. There is no trophy. There is no gold star in life. It's actually way, way, way better than that. So don't fall for it. Finally, number six, and this is something that you suspect already, but I need you to know it, to own it, and to tell as many people as possible. Listen, you already matter. You mattered on the day that you were born. Picture that baby. She had a weirdly big head, maybe. (laughs) Okay, talking to myself, weirdly big head. But was she worthy? Did she matter? You know the answer is yes, of course she does. So 25-year-old self, any feelings that crop up of unworthiness anytime the world tells you you don't matter or that you have to do something to be worthy, interrupt that thought and just ask, when did that become true? 
When did that become true? When did her worth become dependent on what she achieved or who she knew or what people thought of her or what she looks like? Can you see the lie in that? You know that little baby matters. So when did she stop mattering? She didn't. I have to say, I think if I had told my 25-year-old self this and I could really like make her see it, I think I would have spent more time creating and taking risks and, and just putting myself out there. And I would have spent zero time worrying about what other people thought and a lot less time wasted. You don't need external validation to matter. So you do you, boo, okay? But do it now. That's it. Thanks for joining in this chat with younger me. If the best time, as they say, to plant a tree was 20 years ago, then the next best time to plant that tree would be today, right? So what's the next best thing here? To remind me today and to share it with you. For you to share this with someone you would like to impact. Let's start speaking up now. I'll leave you with my favorite quote of all time in the words of Arthur Ashe. To achieve greatness, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. So, you know, go. Okay, I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, just head over to onairella.com where I put up links to all of the stuff that you did not need to write down today because I got you covered. There's no with, it's just onairella.com. Thanks for listening, thanks for sharing the show, and thanks for inspiring me. You are quite simply awesome.